0: 29 podcast times 2. It's 58. This is the 58th episode of Auto What. And dear goodness, I hope I did my math right. Is that right? 29 times 2. That, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. We're in agreement. My name's Keeganon. I'm here with the mom Bashir, here, and our guest today, Jacques Bro, um, woodworker, musician. It's uh, <laughs> generous. And uh, and hopefully a lover of beer. Yes, yes. Excellent. Sir. Well, Jacques here. And for a, a pint-size treat today, we have a sample of beer for you to try. <laughs> Rob, do you want to tell us about the beer today? Yeah, absolutely. The, whole,
1: uh, that whole introduction is just terrible. What? Yeah, th- the whole I, thing. I, I, I thought that
0: was great. I feel uncomfortable in my own skin. It, like, uh, it, flo- it flowed a, well. A I little got some math. <laughs> like, math in there.
1: <laughs> okay. That's what makes up a good introduction, man.
2: Good, good for you. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, the beer we have today is one that I tried this past weekend for the first time. Uh, I went on the Brew Donkey uh, tour, which we talked about with Brad Campo, uh, probably about a month ago now. Uh, this one is from the Castle Brewery, brewery which is in Castleman. It's their special edition maple rye ale. It's called the Railroad Special. And uh, yeah. this beer is delicious, so guys try it out and, uh, so and I, agree with me. I, I smelled it,
1: and as soon as I smelled it, I wasn't even going to wait for you to finish your introduction. I'm yeah. just going to taste it right away. <laughs> That's what I mean. And it is delicious. It tastes like... Well, candy, I guess. Yeah. And I'm seeing on here that
2: it's, it's a 7% of it? 7.3. 7.3. Oh, it does yeah. not
1: taste like a, that That strong beer. You know how usually you have a strong beer and it feels like it you can feel it? It tastes boozy. That's it. Yeah. Not uh, not
3: in this case. Yeah. It's juice to me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have that yeasty uh, aftertaste. That no, not right, at all, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: But, you know, it's also not sickeningly sweet. Like, you know, if you have like a maple porter sometimes, it will be like too sweet. Yeah. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah you're right. I, I've had that. Yeah. uh yeah it's good i am I'm, I'm really enjoying this it's yeah. uh
2: is it a special edition or yeah is special, special edition, special
1: edition? They, so it's not the regular no
2: thing. they can actually only make this during maple season like when they right. get uh, sap from the trees because this hasn't this is not made with any actual water mm. it's just using sap, well, which is, use the sap. what yeah. Yeah, oh what <laughs> yeah
1: that's great
2: and they also apparently add more maple syrup during the brewing process
3: they probably get a higher yield out of the yeah. sap. Yeah, yeah exactly. with it no. than, than main syrup. That makes yeah. sense. What What do you think, Joe? Yeah, that's it's tasty. Yeah? yeah? it's very good. That's good. I don't think I'd drink, like, four of them. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's yeah. a tasting yeah. Beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a lot of craft,
0: yeah. craft beer. You don't want too many of them. I drank three of them on Saturday <laughs> in, in a row. row. <laughs> oh, that's
1: right, you yeah. did. Yeah.
2: Turned out great. Yeah.
1: Oh, I guess. One of those things. Yeah.
0: And so if you don't want to drive all the way to Castleman... You can order online at Brewdonkey.ca. Yeah, there you go. That's true. And, uh, or or we, take the tour. We definitely should get them as a sponsor. We should. Would, it would fit so well, because we always have craft beer. Yep. And we would just say the website name. Yep. We're now good friends with Brad. All right. So uh, we'll have yeah. to do we're that. We're going to do it up. Okay. So expect big changes on the podcast. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, podcast. he's making promises we can't <laughs> keep. Uh, so so Jacques, we're we're very excited to have you, because... Uh, I don't I I can I think I can say I've never met a woodworker do you find
3: yourself is there like a community of woodworkers in Ottawa there is actually Mm -hmm. there's an excellent uh, community of woodworkers in Ottawa there's uh, there's a lot of uh, very high caliber uh, woodworkers and furniture makers in Ottawa Um, uh, Christopher Solar Karen McBride uh, Vic Teslin Brian Green uh, and that's just off the top of my head um you know, having a, a local Lee Valley uh, definitely oh, helps oh, right. kind of uh boosts the uh the quality. They put a lot of workshops on and, and uh mm-hmm. you know seminars and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a there's an Ottawa Woodworkers Association, the OWA. And then there's a hand tool woodworking club as well. And both of those are done for the season. They start back up in September. Okay. But okay. Okay, uh it's a good Good way to meet people because it is a solitary um, enterprise. You right. probably met woodworkers, but they probably don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see. T- t- Tell Identify you about such. it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah it's uh, woodworkers can talk about wood uh, for a long time, yeah. right? and you you quickly uh, realize that not a whole lot of people want to do that Uh, (laughs) so you kind of keep it to yourself a lot but uh, yeah Yeah. once you get us going yeah and can
0: can you tell us maybe how you got into woodworking? it seems like a very specific
3: yeah uh, so uh my dad always did it um and kind of runs in his family so uh, i grew up around a a wood shop he did Mm -hmm. uh you know, the kitchen and all the doors and most of the furniture okay. in our house growing up. Um, his grandfather uh, used to work for uh, J.D. Irving, like, like old man Irving. Uh, he was a master carpenter and he used to build his gas stations. Oh, neat. Yeah, so apparently he had a you know, an Irving-backed credit card in the you know, <laughs> 20s or, or whatnot. And the cool. old man used to pick him up and drive him around. And, uh, so it kind of stemmed from him my my grandfather so the, my dad's dad uh, probably couldn't hammer a nail in straight but so it kind of <laughs> skipped a generation and then uh, yeah so that's that's kind of how I picked it up that's I still neat. have a few of my uh, well not still but I have a few of my great grandfather's tools right uh, handsaw and a, actually just a handsaw my dad's got a few of his tools as well and are still still daily drivers oh wow so they, they still cool. you still use them all the time yeah wow yeah that's for sure
0: yeah yeah, and okay, you, yeah. when you're talking about your family, they're from New
3: Brunswick. Yeah, so New Brunswick. Yeah, so my mom's uh, from Northern New Brunswick, and her family's from the Gaspe, mm-hmm. right? In southern Gaspe. And my dad's from Southern New Brunswick, uh, around uh, Moncton area. The Family farm was in Memramcook, um, down you know, down on the marshes. Acadian, we're Acadians. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. yeah. And, and how do you
0: find maybe that? woodworking community or woodworking in general different from new brunswick to ottawa now uh,
3: there's definitely a bigger <laughs> client base uh in oh, ottawa okay. uh i've i've never been busier i've been at it for about you know, 10 12 years or so um mm-hmm. and i've in new brunswick it was uh i've always and uh, it's even today i have another job uh, that i Kind of go to sometimes, but
2: uh, <laughs> what, what yeah. does that
3: mean? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a casual. Uh, oh, that's yeah. it. okay. So uh, okay, we, we, we're with that? yeah, yeah we, with the post office. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, we have different definitions of casuals me and me <laughs> but uh, yeah. So so I started that in Moncton and then moved it out to Kingston and then yeah. moved it to here. But yeah, it started getting busy in Kingston and then I've been been very busy here mm. actually. Yeah. Uh, which is which is fun. Yeah, it's good. And and when you talk about clients, are those individual people
0: or Are those businesses? Yes. Okay. Yeah, individuals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's
3: mostly um, mostly word of mouth. Um, it's you, you know when I started, it was uh, family, and then it was friends, family and friends, yeah. and yeah. then you kind of you know the the circle kind of extends to mm-hmm. uh, strangers. Right. And so yeah. I'm into the stranger realm now. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So. it... I'm working on something right now for a repeat client. She was a a referral from a woodworker here who didn't have time to do the job, so she sent mm-hmm. her my way, and yeah. you know, I've gotten more work from her. and, Yeah, so it's good.
0: That's neat. It must be so nice to have a skill that uh, that people seek out. You know that that because uh, or anything that you don't have to promote. Cause you're saying you do it word of mouth and.
3: Yeah, and I've got a website, and I'm part of an online gallery, uh, this lady out of Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, but in about, you know, say, 10 years that I've had a website or an online presence, I've sold one thing. Right. Wow. Um, which was great. It's a, it was a coffee table, and it's in Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh. Is, oh, cool. Which um, is awesome. Uh, yeah. But it was, I mean, it's few and far between. I yeah. think furniture is very, well, it's, I don't think it's a very tactile thing. Um you know, sometimes it smells good, depending on the different woods, different mm-hmm. smells. Uh, so it can, it's a very sensual uh, thing. So online, um, I don't know. It, it takes a lot of that away. Right. Um, so I, I think it's a hard sell online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, so Yeah, online hasn't been great, but, uh, you yeah, know, word of mouth mostly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you make furniture?
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't know anything about woodworking of furniture, but... <laughs> Is there something specific that you do stylistically, or is there like a a, a type of woodwork that you do?
3: Yeah, so uh, I guess you could um, trace my my design roots mm-hmm. uh, mostly to Scandinavia, uh, The Danish modern stuff is uh, is a big influence for me. But also, uh, there was a furniture maker in Sweden in. Uh, Sixties and seventies and he wrote some some books, more uh, philosophical books. His name is James krenov uh, and then he he opened a school in California call um, at the college of the redwoods uh, but i I was kind of I was at university and it was the end of third year, and I was not feeling it really so i packed up all my stuff, and I was like, no, I'm not I'm not finishing, and my, my mom was like, you should finish. And, I <laughs> like, I, 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 and then, then I started uh, getting into furniture more. I was always into photography, and started uh, looking at books by the, the furniture from the, the Shakers. Uh, the Shakers are uh, a religious sect kind of in the northeast of the States. They used to dance a lot. Okay. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and they, their furniture is very... Um, simple and they they lived communally uh, men and women separate and so everything uh was very functional but they had little whimsical asymmetries and 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 stuff like that um and they were also very uh, they were very crafty people they invented the washing machine and the circular saw blade oh, 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 yeah. so they weren't uh, uh backwards necessarily with technology yeah but, right um so I yeah, I got in, interested with that and that's a book that my dad had and then I, I found a used copy of a cabinet maker's notebook by this James Cranoff guy and that just kinda got me hooked. Um so I finished uh finished my degree, um uh, Mom won, I finished the degree. <laughs> um, you know, the morning after the last exam I was in a car driving to uh just off Nanaimo in the on the West Coast uh I was enrolled in a in a furniture making class out there, and okay. that was a four month. And then I did a nine month later. Um, the nine month I did was actually uh, a student of James Krenov. His name is Robert Van Norman. He opened up a school uh, on the Sunshine Coast in Roberts Creek, just north of Vancouver. So I did a nine month uh, program there. I've been back to to help out and teach a little bit there. Uh, for well, it was kind of every May for, for a while, yeah. um, so that's kind of. I guess that's that's kind of. It, it started with my dad with for the material. My mom is uh, is a seamstress. Uh, she was a teacher as well, but okay. uh, she's very uh, exacting. Uh, so I guess I, I get my approach from from my mom and, and sure. the material from my dad. I guess, yeah, that's great.
1: That's a neat combination. Yeah. What was uh, what was your degree in?
3: Environmental studies and okay. philosophy. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, that's cool.
3: Did you have an idea of what you wanted to do with that when you started the or? degree? Yeah. No. You know,
1: you just yeah. a thing, No, which, it was just like which a uh, lot of people do, obviously. But, yeah, yeah, it was like
3: oh, uh, you know, class in economy and you yeah. know, some ethics and sure. some sociology, and they yeah. all kind of. Uh, I guess in first year I went to Mount Allison, which is a liberal sure. arts. Sure. Uh, yeah. So in the first year I just kind of took whatever was interesting. You know, some physics, some biology. Um, I think I stayed away from chemistry, but I just kind of took what I wanted to take. And then at the end of that year, I kind of looked through the calendar and I was like, uh, where does where does it fit? You know, yeah. how can I get out of here in four years? Yeah. And uh, environmental studies was, uh, it was probably not the best approach. You know, maybe I should have uh, done, you know, something else. I had applied <laughs> to fine arts and, and I didn't yeah. get in. Oh, okay. uh, you know, maybe I should have switched over, sure. or you know, done some science or something. Uh, furniture making is fun, but it's uh, it's not <laughs> lucrative. No, right? no, of course. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so that's the thing. So, come third year when you're making that decision on, you know, do I stay or am I going to do something else? What was that something else? Furniture. It, you, you knew at that time yeah you at that to focus point it was yeah and, and and going forward. So you were saying after graduating, you went to um, the extra core did yeah I
3: mean, on yeah the east coast i guess on the west coast on the west coast
1: right yeah. uh when you were doing that um was that again like i'm going to make a career out of this or was that again out of interest
3: uh or both i mean it doesn't have to be one or the other yeah i, <laughs> I guess it's always kind of felt like more of a vocation than, yeah um it's something that that i've always been doing sure um Regardless of if it was bringing me in money or yeah. not. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I've, well, always. I guess not, since since I've kind of decided to do it, I've always had some something in the works. That makes sense. I've always had a shop. Uh, right. Shop in Kingston was 85 square feet.
1: Uh, <laughs> but you may do. Yeah, yeah. I, made, <laughs> I made do. You
3: know, I, up until that point, that was my, my busiest shop. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was right off the kitchen, so I could, like, you know, make dinner and, Work at the bench, kind of all sure. at the same time. Absolutely. Uh, so I've always had a shop, and it, I don't know. It, um, my wife always says this: just uh, perseverance is is key. Yep. I think with with uh, trying to become a furniture maker, because yep. uh, I'm not a businessman. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think if if you're the right combination of of businessman and designer, and and it it just works out, then. Uh, yeah, some people can go, go ahead and open up a commercial shop and make a go of it, but, yeah. but I I can't. It's not yeah, and that's, it's that's not okay. in my personality. Yeah, it, right. it's totally fine. Uh, it means that I've needed a, another job, uh, for the most part. Yeah, to uh, support. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh And when I finished that, that first program, I started working in a lodge in the Rockies. So I did that seasonally. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, for, I don't know. 10, 12 seasons, some, like a, a long time, yeah. um, and my wife was up there with me as well, um, so we would, yeah, we would drive out there for the summer, and then my dad had a shop, he was still working, so just kind of stay at home, work in his shop, and just kind of build a portfolio, uh, you know, get used to working. So Get used to working, sure, right, without sure. supervision, without yep. being able to nag a teacher with endless <laughs> questions. So, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah.
1: So, you, you, so you you were just saying that you know to open a shop you need that combination of of business savvy. Well, and, and you, you don't need it, but, but it, yeah, it yeah. helps. It yeah. helps. Yeah. And, and the ability to design. Uh, yeah. So you were saying, okay, maybe maybe you don't have that. That level of, of business sense that you would be comfortable
3: doing it, but do you do you design your own products? Yeah, for okay. yeah, for the most part, uh, I do do some uh, reproduction work. Okay. Um, and I always, uh, well, not always, but uh, it's kind of a mix. You know, I've got one coffee table that I did, the one that went to Amsterdam. Uh, it's it's based on bridges on Highway Twenty in Quebec, so, you know. So I, I got some inspiration from there. It, it made its way into a coffee table. I probably first noticed them, you know, years before they made it into this this design. Other times, uh, another coffee table that I did um, I wrote an article for. I do a bit of writing as well. Um, that one, you know, I, I just kind of scoured old pictures of Danish stuff from the fifties and. Mm-hmm. Saw one that I liked, kind of modernized the size of it, uh, tweaked it a little bit, and, and did that. And then uh, other times, like for chairs, for instance, I just finished a run of uh, chairs. Um, it's a Hans Wagner chair, so that I tried to stay as faithful as I could. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a mix between uh, all of those things. Yep. Uh, and then there's, there's uh, just the, the speculative pieces, uh, so the projects that... You know, I've got nothing in the shop, I go look at my lumber and say, oh, you know, either, you know, I'm tired of moving this uh, piano soundboard around, so I'm <laughs> going to take it apart sure. uh, and, and see what comes of that. Yep. And so from, from just starting to, to look at the lumber, you can you know, end up building a project. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, just okay. looking at different combinations and stuff. So, okay. uh, so it's a mix between you know uh, designing on paper and then looking at the lumber and and getting ideas from the lumber itself. Okay. Yeah. Right. Different sources of inspiration. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Do you
1: have? Uh, I know he spoke. Sorry, Keegan spoke a bit about your specialty. Uh, but do, do you have staples that you do like to come back to? Uh, uh,
3: there's like, a, the- a few designs that I will reproduce, okay. yeah, for sure. Are they
1: generally tables, chairs, anything of the sort? Or um, Right now, uh, I've
3: never, I haven't never. I have actually designed a chair yet. Okay. Uh, it's in the back of my mind. But a <laughs> few tables that I've done a few of, okay. uh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, And then a lot of... Uh, I really like building uh, small... Kind of wall hung cabinets, yeah, uh, with curves and stuff. So a lot of that one off work is is one off yeah. work. Either because I, I got the design from the lumber, right, and I don't have anymore. <laughs> yep, you know, yeah, so yeah. that's kind of it's it's done. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, uh, so so in those instances, they're one offs, and, and that's it. That makes sense. Yeah. Are you, are you much of a
1: like a, a math guy? Uh,
3: I, I like math, but no. I, like, do you use <laughs> it a
1: lot in in
3: I don't your designs. No, I don't and, really. And uh, like the speculative work that I do, will often just be um, kind of a quick sketch, and maybe um, sometimes a full size drawing. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, I kind of leave that, and and you just make the parts fit themselves. Right. So you, uh, after a while, you you leave the ruler and the and the measuring device aside and and the joint needs to fit yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know and if that one happens to be a little shorter than the other one well you make the other one a little shorter (laughs) you know (laughs) you make do yeah you you make it work um but no like the the golden uh rectangle or like those proportions i i I used to but i I don't so much anymore sometimes i'll look at uh (laughs) uh aspect ratios like uh, like photo negative sizes um i'll look at that sometimes um like this one coffee table I did is uh, it's kind of the same uh, ratio as a seven by seventeen inch negative. Yep. Okay. Uh, so sometimes, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the reason why I say that is that my dad uh, back in my hometown of, uh, of Elliot Lake, Ontario. Thank you. Uh, brings up every every yeah. show you every, every show. time. Every <laughs> time I can, I'll, I'll mention where I'm from. Uh, but um, he he owns a, a glass shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some woodworking component of that as well, but for the most part, he makes you know little awards or knucksucks or, or small things. But he also makes big podiums. He's made chairs and tables. But every now and again, you know, not unlike yourself, where you saw some inspiration from different sources, mm-hmm. including Quebec bridges, he gets some of that as well. And his struggle, at least when I saw him do a lot of the work, is was. How do I just actually get this done? Now, obviously, glass is a, is a different beast. Yeah, exactly. It's a different beast, and you know, fortunately, he has a bit of a he has an engineering background, so he he just takes whatever <laughs> concepts he can apply, you know, in terms of the mathematics, mm-hmm. and he makes sure he gets the right cut and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know, again, I know woodworking is a different game, but it's it's interesting that. It, it almost becomes a natural reflex that, okay, if this happens, then you're going to do this. You don't need to do all these crazy things. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's, it's like a reflex to you. Anyway, yeah, because
3: for the for the majority of things, um, the dimensions don't really matter. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know, uh, chairs matter. You yeah. know, you need the right seat height uh, or you'll notice it. You <laughs> yeah, know, a all right, yeah, a little bit. Um, but for the most part, you know, a cough table, if it's a 16th or yeah. whatever you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter that makes sense yeah so hmm. interesting but yeah certain things you want to you want to hit the Here. the right number but yeah, mm-hmm. for the most part it's it's kind of fluid i get that
1: how many out, out of curiosity of your of your place wherever you're, you're currently living how many th- pieces of furniture do you do you use that you've made Can you count off the top of your head or?
3: That we use well, we... Oh,
1: that's currently in your place. Co- sure. Well, there are different numbers. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, <laughs> well,
3: I've got a lot of furniture that I've made in the house. Like, there's one uh, cupboard in the kitchen, you open it, and there's like, you know, two boxes and a little cabinet that are just in the cupboard, because I don't have anywhere to put them. I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we usually have them out, Um don't always use them. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's like we have a coffee table I made. We use it. It's Absolutely. our coffee table. Yeah, yeah. We feed her mm-hmm. up on it all the time. Good call. Uh, and then, you know, little wall cabinets. Sometimes I'll put things in them. Yeah. Sometimes they're in crates in the basement and just wow. yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it's a mix. Okay, I'm just you know, trying both to... 50, <laughs> both 50-50. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That's cool. because yeah. yeah. it'd be interesting if, like,
1: here you are making all these tables, and whether you're selling or doing whatever you are with them, but meanwhile, you had, like, an Ikea table or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big
3: fan of Ikea. No, I, I imagine you aren't. It's, yeah, it's the opposite of what
1: you do,
0: right? It is. Yeah. And,
3: and I, I kind of feel like it's... Uh, I mean, I, their designs are strong. Sure. And, and they they, uh, they fill a need. Um, but I think it's a it's kind of a, a wasteful use of natural resources because mm. uh, most of it ah. ends up in the. I mean, the, granted, there's not a lot of wood in there. Yeah, yeah uh, but still? I've cut some of it open and it's mostly cardboard. Yeah, yeah, and, um, <laughs> yeah I can imagine. Uh, but it's it's kind of wasteful because most of us, uh, if you put it together once, you probably can't take it apart again yeah. to move yeah, it. You're kind of stuck. You're yeah. kind of stuck. They yeah. probably don't move that well. No. Um, <laughs> so so a lot of it probably ends up in the trash after. Yeah. you know four or five years of, of normal use absolutely. which is is a bit of a waste um you know whereas i don't know the well-built cough table will last generations absolutely you know? yeah so it's uh, you know it, in that sense i'm not a big ikea fan yeah. design wise yeah there i flip through the catalog here sure. you know, look at it get ideas whatever <laughs> absolutely but, yeah. yeah but uh yeah
1: i get that yeah not bad
0: Let's go to our our news segment before we like, give Jacques a break. Been, sure, I feel I,
1: I worry sometimes that we just like really like peck at our guests <laughs> nonstop. Yeah, it's true. I, I find myself telling like anecdotes here and there, uh, and I was like, just to like let, let the guy take a yeah. drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's the only one with beer left.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Iman, you want to tell us about
1: Classic Ottawa? Yeah, sure. Classic Ottawa. It's our news segment uh, stories generally around Ottawa. Um, So, our first story is Loblaw's unionized workers could go on strike as early as July 2nd. The union voted 97% in favor of the strike action and hinges on issues such as benefits, hours, and a 20% wage increase, which amounts to a whopping 20 cents. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, that
0: whole 20% increase was just a joke, but... Oh, they, uh, yeah, it wasn't oh, clear in the way that we, it was written. The joke is they don't make any money and yeah. Yeah. They, they, they should be striking. Yep. It's horrendous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yep.
1: <laughs> thanks thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, that's you yeah. wrote that, so <laughs> <laughs> The Ottawa Carleton District School Board has announced that elementary students elementary school students will not receive report cards this year, but will be sent a personalized, personalized letter, including comments on their work and grades by the end of the summer. They're calling it a report card. Because that's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Why call it anything else? (laughs) Ottawa's taxi union boss has stated that drivers are losing 40% of their cab fares to Uber. 40% of cab fares, Uber responded.
2: That's what we charge. (laughs)
0: <laughs> have you used Uber before? No, I haven't. No. Uh, it's pretty cool. I used so. it this weekend. Yeah. yeah oh, man. Okay. To mixed results. So, so, oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> Rob had an okay experience. But, <laughs> we should have that as, as another sponsor. Because I feel like they're Uber? Tra- Yeah. Uh, because they're trying to, like, make inroads in Ottawa. And uh, they
2: could use some good press, I think. They could definitely use some press. I haven't ever really read anything about them. I saw, like, a yeah, weird, like, sad, you know those, like, posters <laughs> you see on, you on telephone poles? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw, like, a poster for them.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Seems like very uh, like grassroots in, yeah,
1: yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> in a bad way. In a bad way. it's like it's like like a kid like put a poster on a I guess tree. My roommate, who I think we've since started mm-hmm. calling producer Zach, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was standing <laughs> on uh, or he's he's walking down the street and he missed his bus or something. Yeah. And he saw one of those posters mm-hmm. and he used his like because he had never used Uber before. Right. He got his free ride from that, which so I guess is. I'm yeah. just telling yeah. you, postering works. I guess. It just seems so barbaric. (laughs) I guess. Alright. You can tweet or something. You can tweet. They encourage that, too. Keegan tries to take stances, and then he doesn't know why. (laughs) I'm very (laughs) (laughs) anti-poster. The U.S. women's (laughs) soccer team is coming to Ottawa on Friday. They'll be facing off against China in the quarterfinals of the FIFA Women's World Cup in what promises to be a competitive display between the world's largest population and the world's largest population. (laughs) 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 The redevelopment of Arts Court scheduled to finish in time for Canada's 150th birthday in 2017 is already months behind schedule. Planners are defending the original timeline, citing that artists and construction workers always finish things on time. <laughs> and finally, if you're, if you're someone who doesn't tap your Presto card when riding an OC transport bus, get ready to be fined. Fair inspectors have already started blitzes to catch those who aren't paying in an ongoing effort to make their mothers proud. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just ragging on uh, for, yeah, for no reason, like but that's the news. <laughs> that, that's much. actually following a story where, I guess, they went on a bunch of OC Transpo buses and they found out a lot of people weren't tapping their Presto cars and they were just letting them off with a stern warning to a point where they weren't actually collecting any of the $150, $150 yeah. fines, yeah. but I mean, now they, they the changed their, uh, their attitude. Yeah.
2: I guess, yeah. Anyway, it's a strange thing. It, it's but, weird, though, because I have a monthly pass. I don't even know if I need to tap the card. So, it doesn't so make that, a difference. That's
1: not clear to me, because, yeah, or, like, if you have a transfer, that's, you know, we still fine. Yeah. But it, but they can tell if you tapped it or not, and I don't yeah. know if you still get fine because that I would be ridiculous. But
2: but there's also a there's a thing at every entrance that you're supposed to get onto, so it's not hard to tap it. Here's my issue
1: with it, is that too many times, if I get on in the back of the bus uh i have to ask somebody to move out of the way so i can tap it so that's an awkward thing i don't want to talk to people on a bus nobody <laughs> wants to talk to somebody on a bus <laughs> so that's a that's something uh <laughs> that's fair. yeah
0: that's it uh jock what do you find yourself doing around ottawa
3: well uh we, we've got a baby now oh, uh yes. oh, congrats yeah thanks so um I mean, we weren't doing much. I see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think, but, uh, I mean, that being said, we skated almost every day. Oh, Skated nice. the whole canal. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and he would sleep. He didn't even know it. So we, we would do that. But, I mean, our Ottawa was the canal and right. the grocery store. Yeah. I went up Elgin Street. uh Few months after he was born, I was like, "Oh man, I haven't been up here in ages." <laughs> and things had already changed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Because yeah. that's how elegant works. Yeah. Uh, so we were skating a lot. Uh, I like to. I like to cycle when I can. Um, so the odd record store uh, excursions. And, oh, nice. Yeah. But, so you're a record collector.
0: Yeah. So when people collect records, does that mean you collect a specific type, like a genre of record? No, I just, just
3: whatever. Like I actually listen to them as well. So it's just whatever. uh, uh, Neat. Yeah. I don't buy CDs, I guess. I bought Mm -hmm. CDs in a while, but um, yeah. So just whatever. Very cool. And what's your collection like now? Like what do you have? Uh, Well, I mean, there's, there's the whole slew of like classic rock that I got from my dad and uh, which is kind of off to the side. Um well right now I, I don't know. Um some Beatles records, some older Pink Floyd, um some newer kind of uh I don't know, garage psychedelic stuff. Um yeah, so yeah, mostly some older stuff. Yeah. Uh I guess the last records I bought. Um uh, the one I've been listening to the most is a Captain Beefheart record. Captain Beefheart is a magic heard, band. I've heard of this.
0: Yeah. Can you- explain to me and the listeners who that captain beefheart is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like because it's like very trendy like i a wish i knew uh,
3: yeah i don't know he's from the 70s i guess he's got yeah. uh, uh some of it's kind of uh not very melodic kind of odd um mm-hmm. but the last one i got uh was called unconditionally guaranteed okay it's it's uh, it's pretty pretty good pretty fun record Nice, yeah. yeah. some old country i mean just kind of whatever so, yeah You've oh. listened to every single record you have. Uh, I've listened to every single record I've bought.
1: That's fair, right. Yeah, okay. So, I mean... Um, that includes, like, garage sales and things. Yeah. I don't know if you ever bought... Uh, I, I see them all the time, garage yeah. sales. I assume that's where people get them. Most, most,
3: <laughs> yeah, most of those aren't worth getting. Yeah, usually. Now, I haven't listened to every single record I've bought twice, but I've listened to them once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, last summer I got about 100 records from my <laughs> uncle.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, um, you yeah, of, of, of them. Yeah, a lot
3: of them is like, ah, oh, jeez, what's this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then he had like, you know, a couple of good Beatles records. He had uh, wow. Dark Side of the Moon with the poster. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, cool. Yes. So, you know, he had, uh, he had this one record, uh, Link Ray. He's like an old uh, surfer guy. Okay. Awesome record. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So there's yeah. No, okay. There's always some gems. That makes things, sense. So, yeah. Do you have any
2: of the new records? Like people have started kind of yeah, reprinting totally, yeah. stuff yeah. or printing new stuff on vinyl. You you get yeah. into that too. Yeah, yep. Cool. Yep. Jack um,
1: Jack White did something recently where yeah,
3: that record's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, could you could you speak a bit to what he did with the record? Well, he he actually kind of played with the with the medium of the record. Right. So they're. Um, apparently if you put a strobe light or something on it, uh, you can see holographs on it. Now I haven't seen this, but uh, my buddy had it. We went to, we rented a cottage and there was a record player there and he brought us. Uh, so, so there's a few different intros into songs depending on what groove uh, the needle catches. There's a few different intros. What? Um, yeah stuff like that yeah, I don't know all the features of this but, yeah, but
1: those about. are two of them absolutely yeah, yeah those makes, are pretty cool' it, They're cool features yeah. that's it that's it yeah. it oh. just like it, it's a new mm. world into records so. yeah yeah
2: for sure yeah. Yeah. Are, are there
0: good or bad record shops in Ottawa like I see yeah. record shops a lot but can you talk about maybe the
3: differences or yeah your so uh, some of my favorites so there's birdman just yep. down on bank right. here uh I really like it, but I feel like an idiot when I'm in there, because, like, ni- 95% of the stuff, I have no idea what it is. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's he's great. He's uh, he's actually a New Brunswicker as well. Oh, I think cool, his name's cool. John. Um, so I feel better when I'm in there alone with him, because I can ask him stuff. Uh, but... Uh, the last few things I've bought in there was what he was playing okay. I bought this one record it's a band from Rio it's called Camelheads right. it's kind of this weird kind of psychedelic stuff he's good uh, and then the record center over on um, Richmond or Wellington or um, mm-hmm. Richmond yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. is is pretty good yeah, nice. Okay. good not store, bad. not bad. Yeah, you,
1: you notice that a few of them are probably shutting down, however, half shut down the past five years type thing. Eh?
3: I haven't yeah. been here for that long. Oh, <laughs> how yeah. long have you been here? About a year. Oh, I, I guess. guess. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. No, I, I, uh, I can't even think of the names anymore. That's but yeah, but, yeah fair enough. It, yeah. But but I mean, it is something that that's kind of not on its way out, but some of the larger places. Well, I mean, the biggest one I can think of was like. Sams, well, yeah, which was yeah, way sans, back when, yeah. but, but, but that was the end
3: of CDs. I mean, Sams wasn't carrying much, no. much yeah. vinyl
1: at the time. You're right; they yeah. they, they kind of stopped. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's it's an interesting thing.
3: Yeah, okay, cool. And uh, like we um, we just bought a Westphalia about uh, two months ago, and we drove out to Victoria with it, and so that's kind of what I was doing. Oh, cool. When, right. you know, Claire was at the gym or something, and I'd <laughs> take the boy and. Go record shopping, (laughs) records, pawn shops. You know, see see what I can see. Good stuff. that's
1: cool. Okay,
3: so a year into Ottawa, what do you what do you think? Yeah, we actually I uh, I like it despite myself. I never thought that I would like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd been here a few times, and it's just it's uh, it's a capital city, you know. It's um, but uh, actually I really like it. It's Mm. a very livable city. uh, we've got some family here. We actually nice. know some people, like some friends and stuff. So we, oh, yeah. oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, it was a very easy uh, city to transition in. Yeah. It's it's so, the largest place that I've lived.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so you're from a, a smaller town in, in New Brunswick?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm from Nowheresville in New Brunswick <laughs> and then lived in Moncton and Kingston. Yeah. Um, and then north of Vancouver and kind of in the countryside right. on the west coast. But, uh, yeah, it's the largest city I've lived in. I, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. It's tough. Awesome. You make Nowheresville
2: sound like a real place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's called Blackland. Okay. yeah, Blackland. Yeah.
3: Blackland. yeah. Blackland. yeah. Ah.
2: Cool. cool. It, it says here you restore old
3: woodworking machines.
2: Yeah. Uh, is that something... Is that part of your work? Like, do you end up using them, or is it just for fun? I do hobby?
3: use them, yeah, but it is, it's kind of, I guess uh, I would classify it as a hobby, I suppose. Okay. okay. Um, but most of the machines I have um, are old, and I'm just try, kind of trying to think. Like, some of the handheld machines are newer, but, um, like, both of my band saws are probably close to 100 years old. Wow. I've gone through them, fixed them up. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've got two older Swiss machines. Um, you know, I've got a joiner that was made in Quebec uh, mm-hmm. from the seventies, and yeah, so it's, okay. uh, and the quality is better. You can usually get them for pennies on the dollar, and yeah. uh, and they're just better, right? Yeah. they That's can cool. they can afford to be fixed, you know. Whereas <laughs> the newer the newer stuff, uh, not really worth, okay, uh, yeah, fixing. Yeah, Interesting. Um, so it's kind of uh, it's not part of my job, but when they do break down, I do, you know. I do need to fix them. Right. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a hobby mm-hmm. to my uh, peril. I'm always kind of shopping for them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you see screaming deals, but uh, uh. Yeah, mm-hmm. not always when you need them. But <laughs> right. yeah. that makes sense. Do you, we talked
2: a, a lot about sort of woodworking and, and your sort of design influences. Um, do you, you do take on projects that people bring to you where they have a good idea of what they want and make them, or do you get like more of the creative side? I'm trying to figure out like, do you, is it your creativity? Like, is that your favorite thing or is it more just sort of working with your hands and getting into the wood and that?
3: Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a, I guess it's kind of a mix of all of us. And the very best is when, when a client comes and says, I want this, um, you've been at my house, you know what I like, I like what they like. Ah. And then it's, it's just, okay, great, I'll come up with something. Some of them don't even want to see what you're going to do. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, that's the, the best. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't happen every day, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the rest of the time you kind of fill it out with... Yeah, some, sometimes people have a pretty good idea. Uh, other times they have a vague idea and you kind of need to... Um, massage it out of them you you need to figure out uh what uh what parts of the other furniture they have in their house that they like right and then you, you kind of take those elements and, and create something else so okay. and, and um uh, i'm just um starting to like commission work a little more uh lately we're um yeah it's it's getting funner to try and figure out what someone wants. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, as long as I don't think it's hideous. I mean, <laughs> right, it's, yeah. If it's completely hideous, <laughs> I, I don't know that I'll, I'll maybe try and steer them somewhere else. But, um, yeah, so it's, I guess uh, I kind of forget the question. But the the one thing I really like about woodworking is the creativity, the engineering, uh, the mechanical, you know, fixing the machines and stuff. And it just kind of bundles all that together. Right. And then... As far as work, yeah, there's a bit of a hierarchy. You know, someone who says, Give me carte blanche and uh, says, Do whatever, versus like someone who wants something that's hideous. Right. right. Yeah, there's the range. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you okay. get any really exotic
2: requests, like other than the tables, chairs, bookshelves? Do you get anything that's sort of weird or out there that. Ceremonial masks? No, I haven't <laughs> yet. No. <laughs> no, like wood chandeliers,
3: for instance. No, no wood chandeliers <laughs> <can't> yet. <laughs> Basic furniture shapes yeah it's mostly yeah mostly furniture shapes okay. yeah okay. and hopefully down the line but uh, yeah. yeah uh
1: could you speak to your process like you're speaking you're, you're talking about in an example where somebody's like i want a coffee table you maybe saw their house or something like mm-hmm. that uh could you walk us through that point when they make that request to the point when you finish including like sort of Timelines obviously depends on the size of the project. Could you walk us through it? Well, um, It's a tough question, obviously. (laughs) Sometimes like I'll take
3: uh, that Highway 20 coffee table. Um, I call it the boom table because the first one I made uh, was a reclaimed log boom that was sought up. So that table uh, basically was a request for a table, and it was kind of like do whatever. Um, But the money was a little short. So... That process was like, okay, what can I do in two weeks? Yeah. Um, how can I get this done? And then, it, and then, yeah, looking through old sketchbooks or just thinking about um, ideas that I've had, and then, and then, kind of coming up with the design. And then from there, it's and sometimes that coming up with the design means you know going online and, and looking at other furniture. Although I seem to be doing that less and less lately, but uh, and then it's just yeah, getting lumber. Either you have it, or you go down to the lumberyard and you start sawing it up, and you mill it oversized, and you let it settle because wood will move, right. and so you square it up once, leave it big, and you let it sit for a week, and then you square it up again because it's not square anymore, <laughs> and then you get it down to your final dimension, and you do your joinery, and you yeah. you do your surfaces, and you apply some finish, I usually like to apply some finish before I put it together It's okay. easier to get into all the nooks and crannies, okay. depending on what finish obviously <laughs> sure. you know if you're varnishing, you're kind of go to do that after but right. um yeah, and then you do the finish and okay yeah. so so an example of a
1: coffee table what i mean if you're not rushed, what would be your
3: ideal time frame well
1: uh, like uh, I mean right now
3: it's just, yeah, life is busy. Sure, Um, but yeah, about two weeks can be two two weeks to a month, depending, yeah, interesting, yeah, okay, that's not bad. Depends how much of a hurry, and and that kind
0: of explains why furniture, you know, costs as much as it does. Because when I'm still, I'm still in like a student mindset, where I'm always buying IKEA stuff because it's the cheapest thing possible. But when you think about uh, someone such as yourself working on something for a month. Yeah, and you just think about it, like how much money someone makes at their job in a month. Yeah, you know, it's and then you got materials. Yeah, exactly. So it yeah, kind exactly. it, it puts it into a lot better context than the, I think people people realize. Yeah, you
3: know? and and I mean, there's there's also some people that would do it in you know a couple of days as well. So mm-hmm. there's a whole range of, of right. woodworkers as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a. a I think it's probably a hard market for consumers because uh, you, you have such a range, and the price range is is, right. is just as big as the range of quality. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah. it's yeah. yeah it's okay.
2: Kind
1: of, do you, do you find yourself in lieu? Of, like I don't know if you ever have a lot of opportunity or, or, or times where where you feel obligated to give somebody a gift, whether it's a birthday, whether it's an anniversary or your wedding, whatever. <laughs> Do you sometimes piggyback off
3: your, uh, your trade here? <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes, uh-huh. uh, a, a few friends that have gotten married. Um, these, all the, like five guys at Mount A, we used to live together. And so a few of them have gotten married and we just kind of all pooled our resources. Oh, uh, yeah. and then I made something cool. Um, nice. so I've done that a few times. um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't give big things away that <laughs> yeah. often. No, no, not big yeah. things. But, but like, do, yeah. do you have like Little go-to trinkety. trinkets? Yeah, kind Birdos. of. Yeah. A bird yeah. has come to mind actually. Yeah. 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 It's
1: pretty easy, but yeah. in theory, but, but not so much. Yeah, that's yeah, right. So so yeah. yeah, good stuff. Yeah. 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 Good
0: stuff. Let's, now, let's good. do a uh, speed round. Yeah, My favorite thing. I don't want to run out of time. Yep, makes sense. So we'll do a we do a two minute speed round. Yep. I know some podcasts like to do a one minute speed round. Do
1: they? Yeah. I don't know. Do, Name you,
0: one. do you know any? Mark oh. Marin. So, you guys know Mark Marin uh, had Barack Obama on his show recently? Yeah. Oh, I listened yeah. to that like, yesterday. Yeah. Insane. Interesting. Yeah. He's like a
2: he does a comedy
0: yeah,
1: podcast. A comedy guy. Interesting. Cool. So,
2: that's yeah. our new our new uh, goal. That's our new standard, yeah. Barack. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. We were looking at Jim Watson and now we got Barack Obama yeah. to be with. Yeah. Or maybe his, so, his daughter, maybe. Yeah. Too. More attainable for sure. Yeah.
0: All right. I <laughs> uh, said so well, a two minute uh, speed round? Yep. You're not bound to
2: any of these. Okay. It's <laughs> pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people <laughs> will freak out sometimes. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, two minutes on the clock. Here we go. What is your favorite type of wood to work with?
3: Uh, uh, walnut's nice, but uh, I've been using it a lot lately, so okay. I don't know. <laughs> pass. <laughs> <laughs> Last record you listened to. Uh, holy Wave Relax. What's the best Ottawa restaurant, or one of the best? We've been going to El Camino. Oh, oh nice! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's actually from our hometown. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's wow.
2: okay. Nice. Uh, all right, what's your what's your El Camino taco? What's what's the Oh, the oxtail. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: what is your favorite outdoor place in Ottawa? Oh,
3: uh, I've been cycling on the Quebec side on the River Trail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like that. yeah. What what book would you recommend everyone read? Ooh. Uh, I would recommend every woodworker read uh, Ayn Rand's The Fountainhead. Mm. Makes sense. What's the heaviest piece of furniture you've ever made? Uh, probably a sofa.
1: Uh, of all... What's the oldest piece of furniture you made that you still own?
3: Uh... Still don't. Uh The second one I made. Which is? So it's a toolbox. Cool. Or yeah. actually, it's the first one I That's made, cool. actually. That's yeah. neat. Nice. Yeah, toolbox. So like 2003. All right, okay. Yeah. Cool. What sport are you best at? Ooh, individual ones. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your go to summer activity? Are you spiking? Is that... Yeah. Nah. Separate, yeah. Good question, Rob. I answered my own question. You live in a few places. Do you
1: have like a, a hockey team you you cheer for? Like, no. No, you don't. Or but, you a professional
3: uh, sports team? No. Uh, default the Habs. Okay. Uh, yeah, but now sense. that we live here, default the Sens, I All guess. Right. Uh, default. <laughs> yeah, default. Yeah, default. Uh,
0: what what one feature is hideous to you in a piece of furniture? Like what's...
3: Oh, oh. um... Like what's an example just, of something? Uh, bed proportions, like like uh, from one part to the next, like okay. uh, bed weights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, Makes weights,
1: sense. Yeah.
3: Cool. that's it. Oh, the that's alarm the time. Oh,
1: good stuff. Yeah. That's not bad. A lot of questions. A lot of, uh, a lot of like deep questions. Hey, eh, this yeah. time. <laughs> a lot of times we ask stupid questions. Like what was, last week, I was like, "What is gelato?" Like <laughs> <you're so> stupid, <laughs> stupid questions. Uh, so you're you're Katie. Yes. Yeah. Um, is there a strong
3: Acadian community in Ottawa? Or like like whew. Not that I not that I've noticed. Okay. I mean see I see the odd Acadian flag on uh, on yeah. cars. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you um, know some of our friends from out east. Sure. But, uh, that's it. Yeah, I'm not a big like
2: I I so don't have an Acadian question. flag on my car. You right? don't? No, I don't. <laughs> okay.
3: I've thought about it since moving to Ontario, but I, I don't. <laughs> not not on your house either. Or no, like I don't own an Acadian flag. You do not own no. one. No, not okay, aggressively. Cool. Acadian. Acadian. No, <laughs> okay. no, okay.
1: no. Yeah, just worth the question. But yeah. I I know that obviously it's a strong community, just nationally. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah especially yeah.
0: when like there's a small community. You know, like my wife's Polish, and so yeah. they're very they're uh, militantly. Yeah, militantly. <laughs> <laughs> <Or Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's a good choice of word. Yeah. The, the
3: Acadians aren't as militant as yeah. the Quebecers, Yeah, but, you know, right. yeah, yeah exactly. But, but they're they're
1: uh, a good, close, cohesive mm-hmm. unit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh,
1: well, Jacques, is there are there things you want to
0: plug? I, that's a dumb question. Obviously, yeah. what would you like to plug? <laughs> well, uh, if,
3: if if people are interested, then check out my website, uh, yeah. endgrain dot com dot ca. Yep. Yeah. And dot com. Grain.ca. Yeah. Uh, and then if you hit the news link that'll take you to my blog that I uh, shamefully don't update that <laughs> long um, but yeah. Well, what's what's your blog? It's Grain Chronicles uh, at blog dot blog spot. it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Was um, great. When was the last time you updated that blog? <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been updating it uh, mostly, you know, when an article or something comes out. I'll update it when this comes out. Yeah, great. So uh, I update it uh, kind of semi-regularly. Okay. Uh, the blogs that I like to read are generally more uh, process-based blogs, okay. whereas this one's yeah. more of like a news, like, ah, this happened. No, I uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I don't think a whole lot of people read it. Uh, but, you know, it's there. Yeah, mm. that's yeah.
1: good. Yeah. That's, that's cool. great. So, right. uh, are those articles that you wrote? Yeah, or, so yeah. I, I've oh, been cool. doing a
3: bit of freelance yeah. writing okay. a little bit. For, yeah. for any particular... Yeah, well, I wrote uh, one for Fine Woodworking Magazine, which okay. is out of Connecticut, which yeah. is kind of the um, the big woodworking magazine. Sure. Um, yeah, congrats. did that, and then I've done, uh, I think I've done three for uh, Canadian Woodworking Magazine. Great, yeah. very cool. Yeah. All right. So, there's cool. one coming out shortly. With yeah. them, so, very cool. Yeah, yeah so fun.
2: Fun. In February, you, your cabinet was on the cover of Canadian Woodworking. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord.
3: yeah. So, uh, yeah, build a build a little wall cabinet. The editor, Rob Brown. Every once in a while, I'll get an email, and he's like, "What are you working on? You know, can we fit it in?" That's so cool. That's yeah, awesome. and I just happened to be starting this yeah. this uh, this cabinet. And this is the one with the piano soundboard. Sure. Um, oh, and he. Yeah, and he agreed to do a feature article and it made it onto the cover. That That's was awesome. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob, where can people find us? They can find us at OttawaT We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Twitter, it's at OttawaT Podcast. You can find us on iTunes or uh, you can subscribe through our website if you do not have an iPhone or, or a Mac. Uh, yeah. That's great.
1: You can just go on with the Audible thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: not I'm not going to be as like I, I remember the uh <laughs> you don't have to remember the site there. Uh yeah, we are brought to you as always by audible.com. Uh you guys can go to audibletrialcom auto-what. That's our new URL to to uh get you guys a free 30-day trial as well as a free audiobook from them. Yeah. And uh help us out. You can get the Fountainhead.
3: Yeah, there you go. And have it read yeah. to you. Oh, there you Probably go. not yeah.
2: by Ayn Rand but uh, read by Ayn Rand yeah probably yeah. not maybe by yeah. White or something okay. will read it yeah. to you yeah. <laughs> somebody who <laughs> would be the same age yeah. somebody in the same
1: minor that's, that's audibletrial.com yeah so
0: delete yeah, the then. old one you have saved the old link <laughs> so, that, he, yeah. that everyone uses that's uh,
1: <laughs> alright cool so uh, well, I'll let you do your thing Jacques would you like to
0: end the podcast uh, <laughs> by saying Ottawa uh, yeah, yeah like. sure uh, thank you to uh <laughs> what